0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Weekends. IKEA mm. Southeast Asia has just had their Southeast Asia Young Designer Award and the winners have just been announced. Let's bring in Karina Schuler who is the Communication and Acting Sustainability Director of IKEA Southeast Asia. Karina, thanks for coming on to our show today on Weekend Mornings. Also Mitchell Chan is with us, a winner of the ikea southeast asia young
1: designer award 2021 great to have both of you with us
2: thank you so much for having us
1: wonderful and before we start mitchell i have a billy bookcase that i need to put up could you do it for me (laughs) <laughs> uh, no. are you, yeah, are you doing
0: installations as well? I'm or just kidding. I could do it myself. That's the beauty of Ikea. You see?
2: Get out the Allen key.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, how, you know, I have got so many of those. I should I should turn them in to be recycled because I've got, I think, a drawer full of those Allen keys from uh, Ikea. Please do. We'll take
2: them from you. We're all into circularity now, you know. We'll awesome. take them back if you're not using them. We, really <laughs> love, we
0: love that. Uh, Corinna, let's start with you and, and give us an overview of the, the Southeast Asia Young Designer Award. Tell us, how did it come about and, and what was it trying to approve, uh, achieve?
2: We've been running it for years now, but um, this year and in the last couple of years, we've changed the focus from designing products, which was our initial, uh, our initial challenge to young people in Singapore was to design furniture because we're a home furnishing retailer. Mm-hmm. But in the last few years, we've changed our focus and we've been focusing on climate solutions for a few years now. And this year we challenge students to come up with solutions to food waste that's in line with the National Environment Agency and we were really inspired when the NEA declared that as their focus for the year. And you know, why is that? Uh, I feel so passionate about it. Today I woke up to a report from the BBC saying July was the hottest Mm. month on earth ever. Uh, earlier this week, we had the, the panel, the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, saying that we are in code red for humanity. It's such a scary read. And it's easy to kind of want to mm, uh, not look away because <laughs> it's too hard to think about sometimes. Mm. But I hope that uh, every company on Earth reads that report in full and uh, thinks What can we do? How are we going to do good business while also doing good for the planet? That's the challenge that I think we all face and especially as retailers. So um, for us, I mean, food waste is a big priority because Mm. we operate big restaurants. We're actually one of the world's largest food chains in addition to being one of the world's largest uh, home furnishing retailers. Mm. We serve three million diners a year in our restaurants here in Singapore alone in a good year, COVID year aside. Um, But uh, so we have a lot of food and we have to manage our waste well. And we've been working on that for a few years uh, now in our business. So we felt this is a good place for us to take leadership because we have been reducing food waste steadily in our business. But we can't do it alone and we want to get consumers and customers uh, and our own co-workers to join us in this journey. And I want to know, well, what can I do at home and what should we all be doing to reduce food waste? And so we want to get outside of our blue box and look for solutions within our community and talk to the young people and get their ideas because they're going to be the ones living on this planet 50 years from now when that code red is really, really felt. Mm. So uh, it's wonderful to see the ideas that came out. Uh, it, the enthusiasm with which people came forward and the quality of the ideas that came through this year was just top-notch. Well,
1: really there you impressive. go. And uh, Mitchell, the quality that came through was top-notch. You heard it there from Karina. And you were the pick of the bunch, Mitchell Chan, National University student from the School of Mechanical Engineering. Tell us about your project.
3: Yeah, so we've actually been working on um UVC technology for quite a while. So me, my friends Darren and Kent, who aren't here with me today, but we believe that UVC has the ability to harnessing the ability of UVC to kill germs and inactivate viruses, as well as mold and all sorts of nasty stuff that can destroy food. We can harness this ability, and we can reduce food waste through preventing food spoilage. And this is a product that we can use across the entire supply chain. So think of it as just a light node. You just stick it on to your food shelf or um, transport crates, and then it reduces the chances of the food going to be spoiled, and it can be used entirely anywhere and everywhere.
0: Uh, Mitchell, yeah. that uh, that's, sounds awesome, obviously. It, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't around before, though. Is, how, what, was your, what was the new kind of secret sauce that you guys had on, on your particular
3: design? So actually, UVC technology has been around for quite a while, especially in food tech. Um, if you've heard of Lark, um, it's a water bottle company. Uh, in the states and what they do is they sanitize the water and clean the water on ships as well uvc technology is used to kill germs and sanitize the food in on on ships and so we use this uh using and like harnessing the ability of uvc we decided to make it more consumer friendly instead of making these big machines that is oh. currently used we made it more consumer friendly and made it able to be like used across the entire supply chain yeah. Mm. And, and, that's what we really sorry. liked
2: about it is that I, I was just going to add in that, that that that's what we really liked about it is that they um took a solution but they made it affordable and that you know there's lots of people that sell sofas but at IKEA we sell a sofa that's so affordable almost everybody can afford to buy that sofa and uh, this kind of light technology is used in very high end fancy fancy schmancy fridges but They've created a solution that anybody can buy and attach to their fridge. So you don't have to have a fancy smart fridge. Anybody can buy this. It's very affordable. Uh, They produced it at a really low price and that fits with our IKEA design philosophy. That's what we loved about this group.
1: Wonderful. Mitchell, I mean, excuse my ignorance here. How far did you go in the design process? Was it just a drawing stage? Did you actually make it? And if so, can you maybe afterwards put a photograph up on it on Facebook Live? I'd love to see it. I'd love to see what it looks like.
3: Sure, I'll put a photograph up on Facebook Live later. Um, but yeah, we actually created a physical prototype. Um, right. And now we're working with, um, with a professor uh, on commercializing our product uh, in NUS. And uh, that's great to have his support on board as well, to give us the, um, the avenue to commercialize the product, as well as IKEA providing us the support through different challenges and through also funding um, and the Reactor School, which is basically an incubator, and like, really giving us the ability to go forward with our project.
2: That's right. Mm. In the past, you know, we gave our winners a prize to take a trip to Sweden Mm. and to meet the sort of to go to the home of IKEA and to meet designers there and be inspired by them. Due to COVID we couldn't do that. So this year we came up with a new prize that I've actually decided is just the best prize we've ever offered because we've partnered with the reactor school, which takes ideas, turns them into projects, takes projects and turns them into startup companies. Mm. It's very much with what your speaker right before us was saying. Right. And they take they help young people bring their designs to market. So for the first time, we actually have a real possibility of seeing our winners and not just our winners because we're working with our runners up uh, as well to give them an opportunity to actually turn their product into something that can go to market and that people in Singapore will hopefully one day be able to buy.
1: I may be jumping the gun a bit mm. here, Karina, but is there then a possibility that Mitchell's product could end up one day on an IKEA shelf? Is that possible?
2: That would be something we really have to explore. Of course, we support them. Uh, we we have, of course, everything sold in the IKEA store. It comes from IKEA of Sweden. Yep. But there are opportunities to bring in local products and if this works, of course, we'd want to apply for that possibility to bring that product right into our store. And if not, you know, sold in our store, maybe as a pop-up unit outside or something, we would definitely find a, a solution to get them into our business where we can. Wonderful. Nice.
0: We're talking with Karina Schuler of IKEA and Mitchell Chan, the winner of IKEA's Southeast Asia Young Designer Award 2021. Karina, there were two other, uh, there was a first runner-up and there was a second runner-up. Uh, one was a grocery manager, the other was wastewater wisely um, these uh, t- 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 can you tell us just a little bit about these uh, two first and second runner-ups
2: The first runner up uh, have AIR. They they have a grocery manager app that they want to link up to a store like Red Mart that would enable you to track what you've purchased Mm. and would track, uh, help you to track your expiry dates and give you little tips and help you plan your meals. One of the biggest problems to food waste is at the source. We don't check our fridges before we leave home. Mm. We come home and, oh, I already had a bag of chia seeds. Now I've got two bags of chia seeds. So it's, To just uh, help uh, people managing their kitchens wisely, shopping wisely, knowing what they have at home and what they can use when it's running out. Um, The second runner up, we really liked them. We had quite a few kids coming forward with ideas around composting, some of them with quite big solutions Mm. that we also really liked. But We we chose this composting solution because it's like a little tabletop uh, composting solution. So you wouldn't be able to compost a lot there, but they sold it as an idea to educate kids so that kids would be able to see what happens to food waste, how food waste can turn into something good for the soil that can be used to grow more food, a circular solution. They talked about taking it into kindergartens or giving it to parents. It's really pretty, Mm. and they um, want to sell it with little um terracotta planters where kids could paint up their plants and plant something with Mm. the soil using the compost so it's a an educational tool and a composting solution so we really loved that
1: Mm. that's great and
2: there was also a people's choice award uh and the group there that won they came up with a really cool technical solution as well where you would um use radio frequency to tag your groceries get them into the fridge and then it would it would give you a little alarm and tell you that's running out this is going to come to you a smart cut uh, down on that
1: food waste people loved it yeah. Yeah. Thousands
2: of people voted for
1: them. Wonderful. This is a question for both of you, really, but maybe Mitchell first. As a as a proud, sustainable vegetarian myself and a big fan of your plant-based foods at IKEA, particularly those plant balls, they're fantastic. But um, I want to ask you first, Mitchell, food waste, and before coming to Karina and what IKEA is doing about food waste, is it something mm-hmm. you think about? It sounds like an obvious question because we really do. But your generation in particular, unfortunately, has been saddled with this problem not only climate change, but food waste particularly. Is that something you focus on? Is that why you chose to get involved with this project?
3: Yeah, so like um, previously we worked with another challenge called the Engineering Innovation Challenge, and it was also surrounding the theme of food waste. Um, and I guess my generation and particularly like my circle of friends were really, um, we really are passionate about this matter of food waste because in our residential halls in in school, mm. we work with the canteen and the cafeteria staff on ways to manage their food waste, for example, through smart bins or even introducing like composters. So on site, we have this uh, ability to reduce food waste and introducing infrastructural measures. And it's something we do generally think about because we believe that it is a problem and it is a very first world problem. While people are starving around the world, why are we still having so much waste? About 20% of the food waste is lost due to microbial spoilage and we want to cut it there. And we want to end it with our product. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And
1: what about you, Karina, because you mentioned there are 3 million meals, I think you said. Uh, was it 3 million? Yep. In Singapore, it's yep. a huge number. And unfortunately, when I do go to IKEA, not your fault obviously, but I do see people leave behind a lot of food mm. on those plates. Yeah. what what, what is IKEA so I mean, doing about that?
2: Yeah. I I think when it comes to consumer food waste, we have a long journey ahead and we have to run an influence campaign and a communication campaign. And that's something we're thinking about. We're really stepping up how we communicate about the sustainability of our products and sustainability overall in our stores. But if I can talk for a moment about what we do behind the scenes in our kitchen that maybe people aren't aware of. In 2018, we brought in a digital technology, a scale And we asked every store to measure every morsel of food that goes in the bin. So the bin sits on the scale and you throw away food and then you record, why did you throw it away? Was it because you prepared too much and it's now the end of the day and you have to throw it out? It wasn't sold. Did we um, spoil it during uh, preparation? Did it fall on the floor? Uh, Was it an inventory issue? uh, You know, what had it expired all these different reasons that we threw out the food and it, immediately tells the coworker who's throwing out the food, the value of the food that they threw out and what that would equate to, like how much you could buy with that. Uh, And so that creates a massive radical awareness awakening and the co-workers in the kitchen right and then they're able to take that data and decide um how to change their operation how to fix things how to work better with how they store and organize their food how to work better we now have hourly production plans where we're looking at the visitation okay we're going to need more okay not so much let's taker it back now so that we try to end up with fewer leftovers at the end of the day. Hmm. So through this, since we set a baseline in 2018 and in two years we reduced food waste in our kitchens across the region now at, on average by 50%. Oh,
0: that's great. We actually oh, had the a uh, massive achievement. Yeah, we actually had the company on that invented that Technology hmm. uh, a number of weeks ago here on Money FM. I don't know if it's, if it's the same oh. solution that you use or not, but Just it a is. Couple things, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's great, great tech. Um, our last question is going to go to you, Karina, uh, from LL Tan, one of our regular uh, contributors on Facebook Live. IKEA is known for low cost products, which means sometimes they are not likely to last a long time. How do you reconcile oh. that throwaway strategy with sustainability? Do you have a trade-in system or some way that people can re? Recycle some of the old products that they might have from Ikea that have, you know, broken or disused, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. I love that this question is coming up because we've been asking ourselves this question a lot in the business. First of all, we do not see our furniture as throwaway furniture. We actually are really fighting that uh, perception. We do have quality furniture that can last for years if it's taken care of. But, okay, it's affordable because we want to get good, stylish furniture into the hands of the many. Um, we are on a real mission now around circularity, uh, just to explain to you what we're, what we've always had a secondhand shop in our stores, right? It's called as is. And actually, uh, we're going to be rebranding that in the year ahead. We're going to be calling it the circular hub hmm. and we're going to focus on our offer there and what we do. So if people return products, we, um, if, if those products are good as new, like you opened the box yep. and it's brown, but you wanted red mm-hmm. and you bring that back. We repackage that furniture good as new and put it back on the shelf. We don't let that go to waste. It, that, that's called our recovery operation. If you bring your furniture back and it's damaged or if it's damaged on the shoproom floor, it goes into the as-is section and is sold at a deeply discounted price for people who can't afford the furniture um, in our store. We have... Um, spare parts for anybody that wants to repair products. But what we want to do now, moving forward, is exactly what this this um, viewer is asking about. We want to help people to repair their products, to renew their products, and to keep their pro- to prolong the life of their products. Mm. And we're also talking about the possibilities for how we can connect people so that they can uh, perhaps also encourage secondhand selling of our products privately. Mm. We don't have the solutions there yet, but in Thailand, we are this year for the. First time in our store testing this circular solution where anybody can bring back and uh, a piece of IKEA furniture. If we can't sell it on the as-is floor, we're going to give it to a charity that we've lined up uh, who will use it and distribute it to to families in need. In the Philippines, they're setting up a really big circular hub and they're going to run workshops on how to repair your furniture and how to keep it to go longer. So we're trying to get on it.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. We're on it. And I'm sure Mitchell's product will never be returned because it's an (laughs) award-winning, food-saving product, Mitchell. And please do post up the prototypes uh, on our Facebook page because I'd love to see them. And congratulations again, Mitchell.
0: Yeah. And we have to, we have so to leave much. it there now, unfortunately, But Corinna Schuler from Ikea and Mitchell Chan, winner of Ikea's Southeast Asia Young Designer Award 2021. Great to have you both on. Thanks. Come back and talk to us again, please.
2: Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us.
0: Thank
3: you. Thanks. Have a great weekend.
2: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at
1: moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.